Welcome to another episode of Paddy Talks Golf. This week we are covering the 121st South of Ireland Championship with Irish Amateur Info. And we couldn't do that if we weren't powered by four golf custom. Derek, Don, Christine and Jill fitting and building clubs, building better golfers up and down the country and around the world, would you believe, including this West Waterford man on the fairways of the PGA Tour. Hey, I'm Seamus Power on the PGA Tour. If you're looking for the best golf club reviews out there on YouTube, just check out the guys at 4Golf Custom. They've custom fit my golf clubs for years and they're the best in the business. So you've heard it from me, you've heard it from Mr. Power. And if you go onto Facebook or Google, five stars out of five star reviews tells you everything you need to know about the quality and experience, the tour level custom fitting experience at 4Golf.e forward slash booking. Thank you folks for powering this show. This episode is all about the elite amateurs that are hitting Lehinch this week, the 26th to the 30th, Wednesday through Sunday, down in Lehinch, um, recently announced as being Walker Cup venue 2026. So between Portrush having the Open in 2025, Lehinch having, you know, the the peak of amateur tournaments on the globe in the Walker Cup. It's definitely a scene for, I suppose, historical golfing moments in Ireland. And it being the 121st edition of the South, we go through, you know, the golfing who's who have won it. And thanks to Gary Murphy of Irish Amateur Info. He joined me today to really give us the down low on where it ranks as a tournament and people to look out for this week in Lynch. Roll it there, Colette. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's Joe Bradley? What did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last quarterback. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Round and out there. Oh, Gary Murphy for Irish Amateur Info. You ready to tee it up? Let's tee it up, Paddy. Any crack? No, nah, same old thing. No, just uh, prepping for a busy week ahead. It's a busy week, is right. Um, it's actually in the last couple of years I've I've tried to hang around for South of Ireland week. Um, last year was my first time to the South in about fifteen years. Okay, and we've made we've made a point of. Uh, been around now for the next few, uh, so we'll be down there the weekend. Hopefully, the the folks I uh, I back will be will be there for the weekend. What does your um for anyone that doesn't know this Gary Murphy Irish Amateur Info um follow him? The old is the GoFundMe link still going? It's we'll still going. Yeah, it's still up yeah. in the, the pages we'll, and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll make sure that's in the show notes below. Uh, Gary covers the amateur scene of golf. Um exponentially well would that be a good way to describe it i'm not sure um gary yourself myself get plenty of questions about uh just that's some job you have just that's a dream job going on following all the amateur golf or doing your podcast or whatever so contrary to popular opinion it's neither of our full-time gigs correct correct yeah um <laughs> insanity slash uh, hobbies or whatever you want to call them but uh certainly not well mine certainly isn't a job and i believe yours isn't either so <laughs> mine is certainly not a job i have conversations um, prior to this I get paid at work. I don't work at work, uh, many would say. How many kids do you have on the go, Gary? I have two. Two young girls. And we both have other hats as well, so we have to keep, we have to keep a lot of people happy. Um, would you travel the length and breadth of the country um, covering uh, both 
men's and women's and girls and boys events. Um, met her first time there in Woodbrook. Not a bad spot. Yeah, I was following our own, our own Aileen Walsh. But this week is all about the South. Uh, it's the 121st year of the South of Ireland. Um, I'm going to cover off a couple of ex-winners. So the last Lahinch winner, so that's a Hinch winner, was, um, and he actually gave me one of my first golf lessons, was John Smith in 1968. So we're, we're still holding out hope for, for a local winner in our books. But some, some names that might, um, people might be aware of, J.B. Carr, 1969. Uh, I'll scroll up here on the old list. We'll get to some good names. 1990, Darren Clark won. 91, Paul McGinley. David Higgins of Warville, 94. Jody Fannigan. Jody Fannigan won a couple of times. Beaten Party Carrington. In, yeah, in 90. He's on Seniors Tour now, isn't he? He's, he's playing the Senior Amateur stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, beat Bet Har- or so David Higgins beat Harrington in 94. And Fannigan beat uh, Harrington in 95. Then with Pat Collier, who's stalwart of uh, Limerick Golf Club. A little bit more. 2000, Gray McDowell. 2002, Colin 2004, Key McNamara. So Simon Ward, Niall Kearney, who's on tour. Robbie Cannon, who everybody knows, I think. The great man, the hairiest uh, South of Ireland championship, I call it. Keenan McDonough versus John Green. John Green of, um, of Carlo then, but plays his golf at Mark. Stephen Walsh, Pat Murray, Simon Ward again. Stuart Gretton. And then you start getting into the who's who of, of people might know these days. Stuart Gretton, Connor Purcell, winner of the amateur James Sugaru in 17, Keelan Rafferty. So all these guys have played Walker Cups, or the majority of them. Shawnee Desmond in Monkstown, TJ Ford, 21, and the Evervescent Hugh Foley in last year. So it's, it's kind of like, and, and that's the winners, like the, the runners up spots are, you know, is another who to a golf, which I won't go through right now. Um, or, you know, we can go through 60. Or 121 years it if you want, Gary. Exactly. But it's yeah. kind of I suppose that's why it's it's well in my eyes, I'm biased being from that area that it's the number one in our eyes. But I think a lot of people given the history involved that it's kind of one to win, you know, a lot of people yeah. the amateur scene have as their one to win. Well when did the South of Ireland first come across your radar? I suppose I've been kind of I've been following following amateur golf a lot longer than I'm officially following with it. If you want to call it that. So like kind of I'd have known about a lot of the championships and kind of I'd been keeping an eye on them over the last number of years. So like I kind of known about it a bit, but like golf wasn't a sport I played when I was young or anything like that. So like I kind of got into golf playing it very late and obviously then kind of following it later than that again a little bit. So like probably for me it's probably the last 10 years where I've really taken an interest in terms of how certain people are performing and I suppose like watching Irish players initially going from amateur to pro and then kind of I was always interested in how did they get there rather than not that I don't follow pro golf, but it's kind of the journey there is something that I would find more interesting than the actual outcome of it a bit. Um, and then I suppose what really kicked off for me to actually get into watching amateur golf more, I went to the team championships in Carton House 2018, I'm going to say it was, 2019 is it? And this, At this the year you had like Victor Hovland. And, yeah, I followed yeah. him for like an hour and I remember walking away from it and kind of going, why isn't there more people here? Um, I suppose that was like one, like, and there was a decent amount of people floating around, but like Carrington is a big, big place. Like, so you could kind of, you could lose them fairly handy. And then you're watching just high level golf. And then I suppose I'd know a couple of golfers and they were performing well. So I was kind of, I was looking up information about kind of golf at that point as well. And 
just the brain kind of was taking over. COVID kicked in. I wasn't playing a lot of golf like most people, but all the high level amateurs were. So I kind of followed it a bit more and kind of, well, if I was finding certain things hard to come across, then other people might be as well. And that's kind of where the the initial brain child of it all came. Um, and yeah, it's just something that's kind of spiraled in the last couple of years then into kind of where we are with it. But so like, I'd have known about it probably the South for a long time, really, even before I was into it, but like it kind of more and more could come on my radar. Um, like watching Purcell above at team championships was very, very impressive. And then obviously his history of, of winning the South and then watching him transition to pro and see how that's going for him and stuff. And, and so you're taking levels of like real high amateurs turning pro. It doesn't, it's not always kind of a straight road. So I kind of, that journey kind of interests me a little bit. And then as I got into that journey, I came back to the amateur kind of mainly like, you know. Oh, no, absolutely. And I suppose I kind of blend across both and I kind of try and track who's up and coming in the amateur scene and kind of have those conversations of like, when did golf become like the number one sport? True to like, why did you choose that golf scholarship? Or for pros like, you know, Paul McBride or Connor Rourke, like what was the competitive event for you to go pro and what are the goals? And like David Carey's been a couple of times. And you know, you get great insights when you're trying to get better yourself about like different approaches they take, but it's the story as well that I try and go for here on on this on this show. But um we'll we'll cover off the south in in as concise as we can, right? because mm-hmm. uh, we both have kids maybe to put to bed. Uh <laughs> um so this week, there's a couple of players playing the Irish Challenge. So Marky Power, I said on my Instagram stories the other day, yesterday, if I get my finger out and have this edited in time. Um, but he's playing Irish Challenge. He's playing Irish Challenge, yeah. So is Liam Nolan. And so is Liam Nolan of Galway. Um, and I was thinking, like, rankings-wise for, like, to make Walker Cup, you know, given the strength of field, it might even hurt our Marky to, to play in the South, you know, so... But that's a that's a question for Mark Wehrling of, of Golf Ireland, maybe, um, who's um championships director. So like I was trying to pick like obviously Peter O'Keefe, mm-hmm. like he's there since he's there since Sunday evening. <laughs> yeah, he's a week away with the kids and the missus and a bit of practice. Yeah. And he did the same, he did the same last year and he got into the final. Now he mightn't have as good of a caddy as he did last year, because the last year's caddy is still in Oz, I believe. Um <laughs> but I think Mr. O'Keefe is pretty comfortable up there. Um, he's a reason to be confident. He went well last year. He's at the same process this year. The family is up. Um, and I, I actually went down from Nace Monday morning, um, which went to nearly start, but this isn't about me. But I was there at 7.30. Who did I, just out the car, who did I see walking up the road? Mr. O'Keefe on his way to the GYM, I believe. But um, So he's my pick, right? Okay. Because he's my pick along with Sam Murphy. Yeah. I don't know how the qualifier for the Irish Challenge went at the time we were recording this. There was two spots open. I know yeah, Sam, Sham, Sham shot, Sam shot 70, but unfortunately didn't qualify, so he will be in Lynch. So good news for us. He is teeing it up at half eight Wednesday morning uh, with Mr. O'Keefe. Yeah. And uh, Robert Braslov Nace, who's a dark horse, who's won the bridge on all merit in the past. Um, so they're, they're my two picks for the week. Now, for anybody listening to this, and they're wondering what they're going to do for the rest of the week. Maybe the kids are off. The weather is dicey Wednesday afternoon, but Thursday to Sunday, it's doable. I brought uh, a lunch, couple of lunch boxes or uh, <laughs> a sandwiches. Sandwiches, but, yeah. 
that hang, hang sandwiches, absolutely. But like it's it's one of the best weeks in amateur golf, and you'll see the stars of the future at it. You know the 100%. likes of the the marquee powers and whatever else. Um, how many Souths have you been to? I know you were there last year. I was there last year. I was there the year before as well. Yeah. Um, I've kind of extended my stay each year so far. So, um, oh, man. it's a, it's a, a funny championship. And I don't mean that in a negative way. What I mean by it is like it's it's probably the most relaxed championship. So like the players, well, they all want to win it and they're all going out and preparing correctly and doing all the right things. There's just, there's a different vibe down there. The whole kind of tongue gets involved in it. So in terms of like, for me covering an event for just being at an event, it's kind of, it's a relaxing week. It's kind of spending a bit of extra time there is nice. My own missus is coming down with the kids this year as well. So they'll be around for a couple of days and stuff. And I suppose I don't have to rush home as fast as I normally would. Um, you can meet but them on the pram for a couple of 99s. That's kind of what it'll be, yeah. So, like, I'll kind of do morning duties and then we'll go off and watch a bit of golf and meet them for lunch or whatever it may be. But at least they're around a little bit more. So, I'll be down there Thursday through Sunday this year. So, um, looking forward to kind of seeing a lot of the golf this year. 100%. I suppose I said that that's, I'm biased, obviously, right? It's number one in my eyes always has been grew up doing scoreboards, whatever. It's caddied in it last year for Jordan Bowles, who who uh, didn't make the cut, but is is in different group this year, so I wish him the best. He's out the good side of the road when it's morning, seven o'clock, so he'll be up early. Um, would you have been to maybe more championships than a lot of the Gulf Ireland volunteers at this stage? Because there'd be different volunteers in different areas, yeah. right? Yeah. For you, where does this rank in terms of the tournaments from either an atmosphere point of view or from a player quality point of view, in your opinion? As a whole, it's, it's definitely top three, if not like very much close to the top. Like the Irish Ham is the Irish Am for a reason like you know the field is always going to be deeper you have a bit more of an international field so like in terms of so watching John Goffey one is that the one John Goffey one that's sure yeah, yeah. Um, nice lad in fairness but like, so that's kind of that's the one you kind of mark out at the start of the year um, and then you kind of work back from there in terms of time off time away from home things like that but yeah like as I said I'm going to the Hinch for four days um, so I suppose it, in, in my eyes it's probably it's definitely the most enjoyable week weather permitting and um, we got fairly wet down there as well last year so july in ireland seems to be a monsoon season for us unfortunately but um, i suppose you get used to getting wet as well that's kind of part and parcel if you want to kind of do this kind of stuff you just get wet and you get on with it like you know um maybe none of us play golf if we didn't but yeah like the buzz around it i think the way the club run it is um like they're all behind it everybody like the volunteers at the club the, the members of the club they all like there's no one there you feel that is not happy about giving over the course for a week and um, what you can get that vibe in other places at times like you know it's kind of yes half the club want it half the club probably don't in some places like the hinch everybody gets behind it even down the town if you're walking around the place like the players are always treated very well and i think that kind of lends to why people don't want to miss the championship um timing on the calendar can be a bit funny so like you have Mark and Liam now above at the challenge, the Irish Challenge. Hugh Foley won't be defending because he's going to America for the Western Am with Matt McLean. And that's just kind of amateur golf at the moment. It's such high level. It's kind of, it's everywhere in the world and we can't fit everything in at the right time, you know. Um, but yeah, it's a really enjoyable week, which is, again, why I'm going to spend a bit more time than normal down there. No, 100%. Like, I recommend it to anyone whether the South of Ireland is on or not. Um, I played on Monday. Uh, as I alluded to, weather was lovely. But 15 degrees, 16 degrees was um, 
giving out to myself that I hadn't brought the Lululemon shorts, but I was all right. Uh, but a short sleeve weather, which, yeah. which wasn't too bad, but a two club wind, right, which made it interesting for the Americans I was playing with. Uh, it was, it's a breeze, a breeze for me, but it was like a, <laughs> it was yeah. like a torna- tornado for them uh, coming from South Carolina. But um, I don't know whether you saw me sorry or whatever, but you put up the weather for the week, which is what I wanted to cover in this chat anyway. And I use YR, which mm-hmm. is like gospel for if you put in YR for Anna Steinman and YR for Le Hinch, generally it gets it spot on. Like they'll okay. get different weather because it mightn't rain in Le Hinch, but it will rain in Anna Steinman. Fact and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the week looks Wednesday morning, playable, bit of rain, spotty rain, but in the afternoon from about two o'clock on, a deluge for about two, two and a half hours. So you're just looking at the draw then, because it's yeah. uh 36 volt stroke and they were into match play, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um about 64 yeah, match play. And 64 match play then. So the rest of the week looks okay. Thursday looks clear, like no rain, it's about 15 degrees. But then it's spotty. So bring the brodies for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, YR is good at breaking it down by the hour. I don't get that this far out. Yeah. But I will be looking at it because I want to bring the kids on, on Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon to it um, as well. So when you're looking at the draw, I'm looking at the draw here. And in terms of morning, so like the big hitters for me would be O'Keefe, Sam Murphy, Robert Brazel. They're all off at half eight. After that, I'm looking to just scroll down here and look at names. TJ Ford, now he's serious dark horse winner in 2020, but is now the operations manager in the hinge at the last like four yeah, so months. Yeah. If he's he wins living it, there. If he, if he wins us all, is he going to be claimed as a Lehinch member or so, is he? Oh, he's already going down as like one of our own playing. Uh, is he? In, in, in the club newsletter, uh, operations manager, not, not as many, but uh, 100%. He's already a bona fide Lehinch man because he has got one of those green blazers already. Yeah. Uh, he's playing with Jack McDonald. So they, these, these are the morning crew on the Wednesday. So they should be kind of finishing up. They're like nine, ten o'clock. They should be finishing up just as the rain kind of lands. So I kind of feel sorry for any, like the Senate and Carroll is a bad bullion. One of the lowest handicaps in the field. Owen O'Donnell, 1140, he'll get snagged. Joe Lyons, who's, is he winning everything at the senior amateur? Joe Lyons won't be playing now, I don't think. I think he just qualified for the senior am. Ah, well then. I'm just looking at Bezos. the results there, but before we came on, I need to kind of clarify it now when we finish. But if 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 I get it wrong, Joe, I apologize. But it was a kind of quick glance, but I'm pretty sure he's he's qualified for the senior am. And shame on you, Joe, for not playing in the south instead. Yeah. If you do go there, um, but like Richard Knightley, one twenty. So like, you nearly need, need to bring a second pair of waterproofs. Like that's how much rain is going to fall on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, there's a couple of groups out kind of around that time. Like um, you'll have Rob Moore, and I think is out after them with Keith Egan and stuff, and Mark Boucher and all these lads that kind of will be fancying their chances going down as well. So, yeah, like I suppose qualifying, particularly with the weather being like that, it's a case of just getting through that day, not and still in a yeah. kind of place to get into the top sixty-four. Um, like first finishing the lowest qualifier is great as long as you progress through the match play, but it doesn't really matter if it's number one or 64, as long as you get through it in the rain, the back end of the week don't really matter as much either because it's you against one other person, you know? So I think the people getting stuck in the afternoon on Wednesday will just have to grind it out a little bit extra. Um, and hopefully that they're still kind of within the shouting chance of going out early, early towards the morning and doing a bit of damage and making sure they're there for the next couple of days. 100%. Local men playing with Stephen Loftus, who spent some time horn the game in Dubai the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. John Dillon, uh, left-hander, great guy. Jonathan Keane, who's actually from the same parish as me. So 
of Plus Three. Uh, Kieran Murphy, Patrick Adler, who's an overseas member, and TJ, the operations manager. So um, of those, John Dillon, I was seriously watch and, and Mr. and Lofty. Um, so if any, if any of the members are listening, they're, they're, they're the guys that are playing. For you, though, right, given you've been to like pretty much every tournament the last 18 to 24 months, Give me your, give me your, give me three people you think will be around for the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And they may be a long shot, long or two that like people might be even might even be talking about. Yeah, so you're kind of talking like, like and I, I think you named two at the very start that will kind of definitely would be yeah, looking. God, God Strong and Sam Murphy are my. Yeah, are my I think like hard. Sam has come home from college this year, and obviously he was beaten in a playoff in the east of Ireland. He won kind of stroke in dominating fashion. Um, again, play shot eleven under the weekend in Connacht stroke play qualifying for Senior Cup and again shot under pair above in Headford today so like game is really really solid um, as you said Peter's down nice and early doing a bit of work and he's kind of runner up there last year he's, he's had a third place a semi-final place finish down there as well and stuff kind of likes the environment down there likes the, the week that goes with it um, yeah and then you know, I think Rob Moran is looking like I, I watched him for 27, 28 holes there on Saturday. He shot eight under for 27 to win the Scratch Cup above in Hermitage and just looked really, really solid. Um, Teeth the green and held a couple of nice putts as you kind of need to do to shoot a score. And I suppose Shane McDermott has played really well all year as well. So from, he's and he's in a good spot in the, the Bridgestone. So that's kind of going to be an undertone as well now for the next, for this week. So the Irish. The Irish, the top three in Bridgestone at the end of the South will get a home internationals place. Um, and Shane is he's either third or fourth with it. And Jack McDonald and Dave Shields are kind of in them spots. Alex is leading. No, Alex will be on the team regardless. But like there's kind of three or four lads, maybe five lads there vying for a home international spot. And particularly like Jack has been there before and obviously wants to get back there again. And Shane hasn't been there, neither has David, so they'll be kind of, I suppose it's a big week for them as well, and they've been playing, as you would imagine, to be kind of at the top of the rankings, they've been playing fairly solid all year, Shane had a nice deep run in the West as well, so it kind of came through brutal conditions up there for stroke play qualifying, and came through a couple of tough matches in the in the match play as well, so I uh, I think he might have a decent run at it too, you know, Um but it's match like like the big thing with it is even last year if you look at some of the results it's match play it's like it is at sixty four you just need to get through it um and then most of these lads can beat each other on any given day um yes you'll have teared there a bit but it's not it's not as wide as people think all of the time I think if any of these lads playing off plus three or four get any bit hot like they're going to take out anyone else in the field and you'll be expecting one or two kind of unknown names to be still kind of there unknown to the masses, I suppose, um, names could kind of still be there late in the week. But yeah, I, I think with all that goes with the, the so like like a lot of these lads are going to know where they stand in the Bridgestone Order of Merit and they're also going to be watching what's happening with the lads around them. So that adds a little bit of pressure. Um, and sometimes guys just rise to the occasion and come through that and that's what it'll come down to really. But yeah, I think like people might know Shane as, as well as the rest, but he, he's playing really well. So I, I think he might have another good week again. Spot on. Colin Campbell was sliding to my DMs asking how the course was playing there on Monday. So I hit him back with a, it's, it's, it's mint. It's, it's absolutely in premium condition. And like I played, the, like the greens are rolling about maybe a nine. You know, they're quick enough, touching 10, but you could see that they could still be 
you know, rolled, cut and rolled the, probably the Tuesday morning. So this one, yeah. this part goes out. But, um, and the Quinton crew has done two seniors, uh, two senior scratches this year. Um, but Joshua Hill shot, I think it was 10 under. I think he was leading qualifier last year. Yep. Um, so he's coming in quite. Ryan Griffin is having a phenomenal season. Um, I just see him in all the Irish golfer news and all the, he's like golf Ireland's supposed to boy yeah. <laughs> um, he, for all their he, tournaments. He played Parma Cup recently and stuff. So he's kind of, and yeah, like he's, Ryan is real solid. Like he, he, he played well above in the island as well. And yeah, Josh Hill is just mightily impressive. It's just like the um, swing speed is off the charts. His ball flight is to die just for. Cruises, to honest, yeah. just, just cruises, yeah. yeah. Um, the Dazzler O'Sullivan from Tralee. Now there's a man who's dogged, you know, for Rock Street Tralee. Um, would know Lahinch quite well. Um, I do, I do fancy him to get a bit far, but Jamie Butler as well. Like, you're, you're, it, it's anyone's game, like, but there's, you know, there's nine or ten that you'll definitely be watching for the week. And that's the um, thing, like, and that's the point you know, I'm kind of making as well is that, like, if you go to these events, you'll see it, like, because I suppose, like, you'd see it on social media as much as I do, like, you get the old comment, but I get a lot of them at times, like, oh, these boys are playing off plus X and they're shooting three over. Yeah, come down into piss and rain and then the, blowing a gale and tell me what you'll shoot like you know what I mean and um, put context with it. and then like even take Josh Hill last year like he goes around takes Lahinch apart like the lads took head for the part above for qualifying and stuff when the conditions allow it like they have like they're well able to play golf it's just it's Irish golf we've all played Lynx golf well anyone moaning on my page should have played Lynx golf at some point <laughs> and understand that like you don't play at your handicap that often on it you know Nah, like generally the, the competition scratch is like 33 or 34 yeah. in, in most things courses. So you'll always be, you know, at best two worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I generally am. But I suppose if you're going with the family or you want to bring a couple of your mates and go see some of the top elite golfers of this country, you know, the future Tom McGibbons, you know, the future Rory's or whatever, I'd say Thursday and Friday are probably the best days. Yeah, 100%. Go down weather-wise. Um, and you'll also have, you know, the second round is Thursday, so the whole field will be out. Is it 150 odd? 100, yeah, 100. Somewhere in around that range. It thinks the usual range is between 136 and 150, depending on exemptions and things like that. Yeah, so they, they'd be the days I'd pick. Um, for people who've not been to the Hinge before, um, it's, it's, it's actually a great spectator course to watch from. You know, your natural dune is along, along both sides of most holes. And you can see uh, from the holes vantage points. as well. Yeah, like my favorite spot is the back of nine. Yeah. Nine green, so you get, like, because it'll be drivable for, for most of these boys, especially if it's crosswind or downwind. Um, Like, I was 30 yards off it today, mm. you know. So, like, if I can do it, they're probably beating, you know, four iron. <laughs> um. So the back of nine, because you can see 10, you can see a push to 14, you can even get the binoculars, you can see tee shots landing on 15. So there's a couple of great spots there. And it might prime you for a 10 in the Walker Cup uh, in a couple of years' time, so uh, to learn the course or whatever else. Aside from that, what's your, what's your top three, three things to do in a hinge, Gary? Well, surprising or not, no, Paddy, all I'll end up doing is watching golf and eating. That's kind of what I tend to do at most events. But by the time I get off the golf course, I usually end up going to bed. Um, <clears throat> but for me, yeah, like I suppose when I'm away, particularly at, at events, it's simple enough. It's, it's, it's a case of watching golf. Would it be in Lahinch, I tend to walk down the town and get a bite to eat and take a walk down the prom and stuff, but nothing 
nothing crazy, unfortunately. I kind of, if I go crazy on night one, I ain't getting up on day two, like, you know. Um, like with, with the... Well, like, I would say there'll be a sheer part of the field uh, in, in the month on, on Tuesday night, on Wednesday night, and definitely on Thursday night. They will be in the month, yeah. uh, whether they have a tea time on Friday or not. <laughs> and they'll probably be out there whether they have or not. Like, again, like, it's players will tend to... Like, in Lynch, for some reason, a lot of the players will tend to have a couple of points of an evening, and whereas they wouldn't at a lot of events. As I said, it's just that, like, while they take it serious, it's definitely a bit more relaxed than kind of a lot of them. Um, and that just seems to be across the board. It's not a case of, like, one or two. It just seems to be a normal thing down there. It's kind of a very relaxing environment. Uh, 100% it is. You can get uh, many a score and many a tournament has been lost up in the main street yeah. um, of Lynch. You know, you're only... 100 meters from the town on, on the second green so so <laughs> you need to be into a car park almost but come here to me thanks for joining the the pod hopefully the first of many uh nice casual cover of uh the south Wales championship and we'll might see you down there saturday and sunday best of luck bad take it handy it's on for now big thanks to gary murphy irish and for info for taking time out of his busy busy schedule i know what it's like a nine to five, which is often an eight to seven. A couple of kids, a wife, you know, trying to keep everyone happy. But then we're also following our passions in trying to do our best to showcase golf in Ireland and people and tournaments in the game on these shores. If you like the episode, please do leave a review. Stick it up on your Instagram stories, tag me in it. And you never know, I might be asking you for your address to send you out something small in appreciation. Share the show with your family and friends. Hit up www.paddytalksgolf.com for any back episodes. There is a couple of buckets that left. I got an order out of the blue uh, last weekend, um, the weekend before the South, for two bucket hats sending to Austria. So to all the Austrian listeners, thank you very much for pressing play. So I will love you and leave you. Have a great time if you are going to Lahinch for the 121st South of Ireland Championship. If you're around Saturday and Sunday, keep an eye out for me. I'll have two kids and a wife with me. But feel free to come up and say hello and have a chat about the golf and about life itself. That's it for me. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy.